Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Merry Christmas. I don't know about you, but Christmas Eve has always been one of my favorite days of the year. And, and in particular, the Christmas Eve candlelight service is my favorite service of the entire year. Anyone else in the same boat? Christmas Eve, your favorite service. All right. Hopefully, after today, that still is your answer. No, Christmas Eve was always my, my favorite growing up, and especially when I, when I became an acolyte. An acolyte is the person that lights the candles, because at my church growing up, we had kind of a big A-frame church, so two aisles that go all the way down. And we had these candles that were on stands every couple rows all the way down the entire church. So if you're acolyting Christmas Eve, you get to light all of those candles. And yes, that's a little bit more responsibility, but it's also quite a bit more danger. And, and for a middle schooler, that's a really good combination. You see, the, these candles were on stands every couple aisles, so you have a metal stand that could fall over. Uh, you've got the candle on top, dripping wax, and then you have a little glass uh, sleeve that goes over each of them. Uh, so you've got multiple different things, and, and instead of just lighting candles up in the altar, now you're right next to someone's head. I mean, we're one knockover uh, from celebrating Pentecost and the tongues of fire instead of Christmas Eve, right? If that happens, I mean, the church ends up looking a lot more like me because of hairspray and whatever else is being used. Perfect combination for a middle school student to love Christmas Eve service. And so I remember particularly one year I volunteered to Acolyte and no, I didn't burn the church down. I didn't set anyone on fire. Actually, the, the candle lighting went just fine. Uh, but I remember that year because I ended up getting a lot more than I bargained for when I signed up to be acolyte. You see, the acolytes, you sat with the pastor at the front of the church for the whole service. And so I, I did my job. I lit the candles. Everything was fine. We get to the end of the service. Everyone's favorite part, holding candles, singing Silent Night. And I'm kind of scanning the congregation, taking in the moment. And all of a sudden, I notice someone in the first row. Someone that I've known for most of my life and tears are just streaming down his face as we get to the last verse of Silent Night. And all of a sudden, I don't know what to do with that. I mean, it's, it's Silent Night. It's a calm, peaceful night. It's the greatest service, the greatest night of the year. Why is he crying? I couldn't really comprehend that 20 years ago. But as I think about it today, there's any number of things. Even on a calm, peaceful night, a beautiful night, a beautiful service, silent night, there's still plenty that he could have been crying about. I mean, I don't know what that man was carrying with him as he came to church that evening. Maybe he was lonely. He hadn't been around this many people in a long time. And even in the midst of the crowd, he still felt alone and isolated. Maybe he carried in with him a really rough year. Maybe financially things were in ruin. Maybe he had made some choices and his life was crumbling around him. 
His own failures, his own shortcomings were weighing on him, and that's what he was bringing with him to this beautiful, calm, peaceful service. Maybe someone close to him had died, either recently or, or a while ago, and that's what he was carrying with him to the candlelight service. Was the weight of grief and loss. Knowing that after this service, they were going to do their normal Christmas things and someone wasn't going to be there. There was going to be an empty chair. There was going to be traditions that weren't going to be quite the same. And that was weighing on him. Again, I don't know this man's story, but maybe he was only there because he was dragged there. It was the one time of year he came to church. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be in God's house. He didn't want to be singing these songs because he was mad at God. He was angry at the church. He was angry at God for something that got allowed to happen. Something that wasn't done that he thought. So he was carrying this anger, these doubts, perhaps even unbelief. Maybe he was simply grateful. He carried with him a sense of overwhelming joy for the blessings that God had given him. There's any number of scenarios as to what this man brought in with him to the Christmas Eve service. What about you? What, what did you bring in with you? Because whether you realize it or not, we all did. We all brought in something with us. Maybe it's loneliness. Worry. Failure. Guilt. Sense of isolation. Anger. Questions. Doubt. Disbelief. Unbelief. There's any number of things that we bring in with us to this calm, beautiful day, beautiful service. And what are we met with? We get a lot more than perhaps we bargained for. Because we get so much more than just nostalgia. So much more than just a beautiful song. A beautiful moment. So much more than just lights. God Himself meets you here. Regardless of what you brought in with you, God has a gift to give. See, that's what's beautiful about Christmas. Here again from Matthew chapter 1. Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, ultimately, what God gives us today God gives you is himself. Now, if you think about it, that kind of seems like a lame gift. 
Right? If you try that with your kids, with your grandkids the other day, hey, guess what I got you for Christmas? I got you a dad. They'll say, great. And what else? You know, oh, I got you the gift of my presence. You're welcome. It's not going to work, I don't, I don't think. But God giving us himself is not because he forgot to shop. It's not because his stuff got lost in the mail with the, the weather that came through. No, God giving us himself is because God knows what we need. Emmanuel, which means God with us. Three of the greatest words this world has ever heard. Not God against us. God far away from us. God ignoring us. God with someone else. God with them. God with us. God with you. Because that's what we need. See, ultimately, as I think about it, that man with tears streaming down his faces 20 years ago on Christmas Eve during Silent Night, I don't think he was crying because of something he brought in with him. I think he was responding to what he was carrying out with him. It wasn't about whatever he brought in, whether it was loneliness or anxiety or grief or loss or anger or unbelief. It was tears of joy and thankfulness overwhelmed by what God had given to him. Because when we realize God with us, God is with you, it changes everything. I think it changed it for that man. The prayer is that changes it for you today, regardless of whatever you brought in with you. God has something to give to you. Himself. These are the words of verse 3 of Silent Night. When I looked at that man in the front row, as tears were streaming down his face, this is what he was responding to. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, loves pure light. These are not just nice words to a nice tune. These are a promise. That in the midst of darkness, God Himself, the Son of God, has come, loves pure light to shine in the darkness. To shine in the darkness of your loneliness your isolation, knowing that you have been brought into a family, that you belong here, you belong to God. You have a home, you have a people, you have a place, you have a light, because God is with you. In the darkness of worry, the budget's going to work out. Worry, if the family's going to hold together, worry about whatever is coming next. Emmanuel, God is with you. You have a light in the midst of that darkness. You have a God that is with you through whatever the struggle is. To carry you, to hold you. Love's pure light is with you. 
when you're facing the darkness of grief and loss, let me tell you, it, it can seem like there is no light, there is no end in sight to that burden, that darkness. This Son of God loves pure light, came to you, he died and he rose again. The grave couldn't hold him, so the grave can't hold you. So we have hope. We have a light that this is not the last Christmas you've spent with those who are in Christ Jesus. We have hope of resurrection and that light, that love shines in the darkness of our hearts. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. See, that, that word grace is simply a gift, an undeserved gift. And we're going to open a whole lot of those over the course of the next couple of days. Maybe you already have. We know about grace. We know about gifts. But this gift, this God, gives something that isn't going to break tomorrow, something that doesn't need batteries that you forgot to get, something that wasn't the right model or make. No, this gift brings redemption with the dawn of redeeming grace. You see, what we want in the midst of brokenness is redemption is for things to be the way they're supposed to be. See, if you're coming here weighed down by your failures, by your sins, by your shortcomings, God meets you here with redeeming grace, with forgiveness. This Son of God, born on a silent night, carries your sins, carries your failures, and forgives them on His cross on Good Friday. And that means you can have redemption. You can have healing in the midst of brokenness. You can have wholeness in the midst of emptiness. Redemption is yours in Christ Jesus, and it's a gift. It's a gift for you. And if you're here and you're carrying with you doubts and disbelief, perhaps even unbelief, God still meets you here, even if you don't want to be here, even if you don't believe in Him, even if your relationship is broken, God still meets you here. You walk away, God walks towards. God is Emmanuel, God with us, God with you no matter what. And there is redemption, there is wholeness, there is healing no matter what. You see, more than, than our, our prayers, more than our offerings, more than our, our worship, what God wants is you. God wants you so much that he would send his only son to be the light in your darkness, to live, to die, to rise for you. Because God wants you. That's why Christmas is beautiful. That's what makes this day important. See, any of the other gifts that we unwrap in the next couple of days, none of those are going to change your life. But the gifts of God and Jesus Christ, the God who is with you no matter what, that gives you life, that changes your life. God is with you. 
It's in his very name. In Exodus chapter 3, God appears to Moses in the burning bush and he says, call me I am. God answers, God gives you not simple solutions, not a bunch of rules to follow to make him happy. God gives you himself. And it is enough. It is more than enough. The I am God is with you no matter what. God answers your cries with himself. And for every cry, God answers, I am. I need hope. God answers, I am. I need help. God answers, I am. Who could possibly be smart enough to figure this out? I am. What's going to last? I am. What's going to work? I am. I'm not sure who's on my team anymore. I am. I need a fresh start. I am. I need a bigger story. I am. Nothing seems real anymore. I am. I'm pouring into others. Who's pouring into me? I am. If I don't get the job done, who's going to take care of me? I am. I've given all I can give and it's not enough. I am. Somebody just hold me. Your God answers you, I am. I am the first and the last. I am the beginning and the end. I am your peace. I am your light. I am your life. Your God is with you today. And that means no matter how silent the night, your God is not silent because he is with you. To give you his promises, to give you his presence, to give you his peace. No matter how dark the world or your life seems, you have a light. Your God is with you. Emmanuel, God with us. Silent night, holy night. Son of God, love's pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Thank you, Jesus. We're glad you're here. God loves you. We love you. Merry Christmas. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus until he calls you home. Amen.